sure we're sitting in a room filled with microphones that amplify our voice in our own heads so that we can sit here and whack off to our own egos later. How I want to be it? fucking Flame Lord Kalawandis. Square Enix did. Kalo, when we get through this list, I'm going to need you to teach me how I can say that that sucked in an assertive, passionate <laughs> manner. <laughs> Welcome to Limit Break Radio, a uh, radio. No, nothing. Thanks, guys. No, keep oh, going. Come on, you guys are awesome. Come on, a radio relax. A radio reticulated. I don't know. Retic- what the hell? Reticulated spleen. Retriculated. Matriculate. I don't okay, know. Paid llama. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I mean, Rama. Uh, uh, I want to thank you for joining us. You can check us out on the web www.limitbreakradio.com. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Limit Break Radio. Follow us on Twitter, at Limit Break Radio. Uh, is, this, is this the end of the episode? No, it's the beginning of the next one. Right, you do this at the end of the episodes, though. No, I try he to does do it. Do it doesn't tr- start, too. I does generally, he? I try to do it at the All beginning right, th- and the end. Thank oh, you. Keep listening. I'm an <laughs> Part two in the bag. <laughs> Boom. Man, that was quick. Uh, but I want to thank you guys for uh, for joining us here today. Uh, we are now in part two of episode number four. Um, so that's it. Yeah, I feel like we've been doing this forever. Well, it's kind of like <laughs> part eleven because we have. We just took like what a three year break. Yeah. Well, I mean, like all, all the fourteen episodes. I feel like. Oh, I guess. I think it's I think, we're only I doing think one a month. That's to, why to pad yeah. to pad. Well, our that's resume. what we did. That's what we did with the old LBR. We just would release it all at one time to pad our resume. Mm. I think each part should just be a new episode. I think so. I think too. so. We could be on. This could be episode we, eleven. We are on episode eleven. Eleven. But uh, is it too late to go back and change the numbers? No, <laughs> I can change it anytime I want. But I don't know. <laughs> I can change. I can change anytime I want. But every I, third I, episode just does. I emails. just. I, I feel like it's a little bit more disingenuous to do it that way. Oh, yeah. To be like, hey, it's because, another episode. Because Limit Break Radio is all about being <laughs> genuine. <laughs> yes, much integrity. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, well, welcome to the show. <laughs> he oh. says forlornly. <laughs> I was, I was actually, I was going to take the parts out of there, so it would, it, I was going to change it to like, so this this episode would be four point two. That'd be cool. That yeah, then it can have better. disappointing patch notes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah! In this episode, we talk about big black dick. <laughs> Oh, we, not, we that's so disappointing. You, we bring you increased audio quality. Now you can actually hear the raindrops in the background. <laughs> uh, I know we promised you a new, a new juxtaposition form, but that's coming in the next part. <laughs> <laughs> it needs a few more tweaks. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, that's great. So, uh, if uh, the last episode we, uh, we we read what we know is coming in uh, 2.2, which is a whole lot of shit that nobody cares about. Um, I care. So, uh, so we're kind of freewheeling it for uh, for for part two here until we get to FMFFLs and uh, and emails in part three. Um, so, uh, so, so I, I I feel like there are a couple of issues at hand. Uh, with FF14 that uh, that we could spend some time talking about, but Escalia, you brought something up this week uh, that I thought was uh, was really interesting, and that is the theory of quest design. And this is not just specifically for 14. This can really kind of be applied across all MMOs. Right? Yeah. It's. Uh, I, I thought it was a good topic because it does speak to pretty much any MMO release since WoW, pretty much. Um, and before I even get into it, I want to go out and first of all say that these ideas are not 
mine. These were things that uh, I saw on a show called Extra Credits. Uh, if you haven't seen it, please go out, check it out, YouTube Extra Credits. They're it's a good show. Outs- yeah, they're an outstanding show. Uh, a bunch of game designers doing uh, just basically just doing a short little lecture on something they feel passionate about in the gaming world for that week. And it's a really great show if you get a chance to check it out. But mm-hmm. um, last week they were talking about quest design. And they spoke specifically about MMO questing. And they spoke to something that I thought it was really kind of a deeper meaning in MMOs in that we've moved away from quests being about the story and being used to bring you deeper into the lore of the world. And now they're more used as um, just to guide you through the leveling process and the grinding process. I don't know how true that is because the other day I had to pick up some rabbit hides. Right. And what that tells me about the world is that this family is starving and hungry hungry, and they need warmth. And then you're going to just gonna steal all of their gill. You're going to take all their gill. They gave it to me. It was a gift. And, and the 10 people before you. Well, what I, what so I now think, they're penniless. They're guildless. What I think is interesting is that, you know, quests, and, and, and the video mentioned this, and Escalia, you just mentioned this, and I thought it was a good point, that, that mostly quests are, are used to direct a player in a, in a new direction in the game. Either, you know, these are the next mobs that you should be going after, or this is the next zone that you're supposed to be going, uh, you know, that you're going to be going to. Um, and, and that earlier quest design and... And I think that they specifically mentioned EverQuest. Yep. Um, it the the attitude of the game is to sort of treat the setting as a major function of the story. Like where where else does the, what other game treats the the setting the world not just as a pass through as a tool. But as as an actual place that is that you know that has history and 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 inhabitants. I mean that's that's what everyone says when they log into an MMO. Oh great, it's a static world and and you know we're all logging onto the same place. But but nobody, I don't think that there's been a really a, a game that really treats its world as a world to live in and inhabit at least since WoW has come out. Uh, yeah, you'd say Eve Online would probably be the only example where you could go on Wikipedia and look up history of Eve and see how players have run the world because that's what they say. Here's here's space. You guys do with space what you want to do with space. And I think right now one group owns pretty much all of space. <laughs> but you can look up. Uh, you can basically look up a history book on things that have happened in Eve because the players own and run the world basically. Right. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Um, like Eleven did okay with quests. They were you. The re- you couldn't do quests for the rewards because usually the rewards were sucky and not important. But most of them had somewhat decent story behind them, where as opposed to opening up a chat box and seeing, okay, here's two paragraphs explaining why I'm going to get some rabbit hides, and then you're on your way for the quest. Right. Right. Yeah, and. You know, I, I and I think that that's a good point. You know, Ultima Online was was sort of similar to to Eve in that, um, you know, every all of the history that was involved in that game was player made history. You know, like when you talk about big events that happen right. in in Ultima Online, you don't talk about you know like. Like with fourteen, a big event that happened would be the calamity. But in in Ultima Online, a big event was like when fucking Richard Garriott got killed. You know what I mean? Or, or uh, Lord British. You know when Lord British got murdered. Um, that was kind of a big deal. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, so some some player figured out how to hack a wall to get to the other side of where uh, you know the game creator would would have like addresses to to the crowd and someone killed him and during one of these addresses <laughs> and and it was like it was like the biggest that that still it's an incident that lives on in infamy in in the minds of people who who play ultima online and um it, you know i just i don't feel like the world in 14 and 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 to some extent 11 too i don't feel like the world was treated as like a world like a living breathing world i I think a good metaphor to give is is the world is more like the board of a board game Mm -hmm. it's there yeah 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 yeah. but but what is it actually doing for you it's there to direct your gameplay there Right. right and and like you said it did bring up a lot of uh you know good points about how you know questing in you know the earlier mmos was about discovery and actually figuring things out for yourself and that made everything feel real visceral right and since wow it's all been dumbed down but 
at the same time, you can't really argue with the results. It's made it much that's true. more They've streamlined accessible. It. They've streamlined it. It's much more accessible. And I think that's what made WoW such a big hit is Absolutely. now people who weren't into role playing, who weren't into figuring that stuff out, who just need their instant gratification to be pointed from one place to another. Mm-hmm. That's what has brought them into the gaming world now. And it's 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 exploded. Absolutely. And it's hard to to just go back to that now because then, you you know, the people who would just, you know, open up a quest and then open up the Internet you know, to make it even easier for them, you know. But the problem, the, and the problem is, and the, and the thing that you have to remember about MMOs is that they are a business. They have a bottom line. Mm-hmm. And if they don't meet that bottom line, game goes away. It's not, it's, you can't, you can't come up with an entire, like a conceptual MMO. You just, you can't. Because if it confuses people or it doesn't work or people just don't like it. Or people have to shout and trade, what do I do now? What do I do now? Yeah. Google, Google, Google. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, it, it, it tends to fall a little bit flatter on its face. Yep. Yep. Um, one way, though, that I think to to get around that, and, and I don't know how possible it is because it would have to take a lot more uh, time you know, in the developmental stages, but uh, one way to uh, appease both, you know... <laughs> I was about to call them casuals, but that might upset some people. <laughs> but, you know, uh, uh, the, the people who are looking for something that, that's more deep and meaningful as far as quests go, and, and the people who just want to, you know... Non-role players versus role players. Rush through it, yeah. basically, though, is, you know, story is essentially what it comes down right. to. Right. So instead of just having these quests that are just, oh, you know, go and kill these rabbits, go and pick up this iron ore, you know, and I thought that Final Fantasy fourteen did a good job when it comes to the main storyline, yes. right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you could ride that all the way up to 50, yeah, right? right? But if everything had that story in it or or gave you little cutscenes and stuff, that helps. You still have your easy questing in there, but at the same time, you're not just doing it for flat-out XP. You're, you're still discovering stuff, and I right. think that that's what they have to realize is every quest... You should be discovering something about the world, something about its inhabitants, something about its history. And killing a bunch of rabbits or, you know, collecting bird eggs isn't telling us anything. Right, and that's where they had, uh, I thought they had a great opportunity with 14, and still do have it, is they had both. They had the leave quests for people who just wanted my, let me get in, grind out my leave quests, and go. But where with their regular quests, uh, you know... I there's like, there's no reason that I shouldn't be able to go into Gridania and do a series of quest lines that's going to give me a bunch of lore on the founding and beginning of Gridania to more immerse yourself in it. Why are certain things named what they are? Why are you know things like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have your leave quest system for people who just literally want to get in, grind it out, and get out. And I think I think she still has that opportunity with fourteen. And I think at some point they probably will see more detailed quests than what we have. Here's the problem with that though: is that you. you as as a as a writing staff and as a development team, you then have to pour so much effort into creating cutscenes yep. and creating dialogue and crafting the story because you I mean you can create cutscenes and dialogue and they can be bad you know sure, sure. and but you want ideally you want them to be good I actually think that there is a bigger problem with having a narrative attached to an MMO where you are the overarching savior of the fucking world. I, 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 it's so much harder to justify that in a world in a, in a world that's inhabited by other players uh, than than a single player game. Uh, saving the world that that shit makes sense if you're playing alone. You know, like for every other Final Fantasy game, I think that has made sense. And uh, you know, while I do think that the story is good and I do like the story. In an MMO setting, I think that as a player, I'd like to feel like I am contributing to the world and helping it grow as opposed to saving it in in this clandestine group of, uh, you know, uh, uh, secret society. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I'm going to disagree. Having gone from FF11, which puts you in that role, solely in that role to wow which is always about another main figurehead like thrall or whatever and then oh yeah you help him Mm -hmm. but it's still it's about him Mm -hmm. going from 11 to that made me feel more insignificant and then coming back into 14 which puts you back in that main role but this time actually does a good job of being like you know your friends 
other adventurers. So I don't feel like it's it's just me. I actually feel like I'm part of the Scions, and there are other people out there. You know, like when you start, um, when you go into, uh, I forget what it's called, but, but uh, one of the last battles, you know, where you fight Ultima Weapon and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time where as you're walking forward and... Um, uh, Nika, you know, was the one like, you know, pay attention. This is really awesome. If you just do this in the cutscenes later in your in your in room, it's not as good. But to actually have all the rest of your party like walking around right. behind you and stuff, that was really sweet. Well, well I think SE's always done a pretty good job of creating that teamwork dynamic. I mean, even in um, Chains of Promethe, you get to the end and you got the fight. You've got Celtius and you've got Prish and Almia and Kenzan. You were all there fighting but, Promethe. But yeah, I think that 14 does a good job, 14 of, does a great job of, of putting you in the center leading role, but also making sure to point out that there are other adventurers, adventurers and there are other heroes out there that are helping move this forward but uh i definitely think it's it's important for me at least to feel like my character is making a difference not just helping out some guy who's getting all the credit and to address your uh, point of nero about you know it does it's a lot of extra development to put in more quests you got to do cutscenes, and there has to be story to it when you if you choose to go the current route where every quest you come up to has a paragraph or two of text and that's it 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 can almost come off as just feeling lazy on the other hand you you may you may put in a storyline that doesn't work that well and it, it, it's not the greatest, but that's still better than not making an attempt, or at least in my opinion it is. Oh, I think the, the, the problem, which, I, which you know uh, Extra Credit has pointed out or whatever, is the fact that quests are pretty lame right now. Mm-hmm. But then the problem with that is, is, is it works. So what do you do about something that you know is lame but it it works. How about right. instead of a thousand quests that have almost no story to them, you put in a couple of quests that take a lot longer to do, have bigger rewards, and have more story to them? Is it just is it a quantity over quality issue? I well, don't know. How, but I mean, if you look at the structure of an MMO, what what can you realistically do that's not? Of a variation of a fetch quest or deliver quest or fight quest? Well, see. Not sure. I'm sure that they could come up with something, but then the problem is you have you, you take you, if you take the amount of time that it takes to make a bunch of simple quests, right? Mm-hmm. It probably takes just as much time to make one or two quests that actually have you know substance to it. But the thing is, you're going to run through those just as fast as you would have yeah would have two normal quests, and now you're putting all of that effort into quote unquote less less content, content right. right? And you can't produce it fast enough and. And then you have your players running through all of this in like a couple of weeks when that content should be lasting months. Right. Well, I remember when they first impl- implemented quests into 14. There was a time before there were ju- where there, before there were quests. Nobody had the fucking exclamation point icon. Oh, you mean it. FF11? <laughs> Let's oh. go experience party. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it was like Lev quests and like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And Guild Hests and I, the, the, like a Chocobo guiding thing. And that was it. But there, it was this was pre-character pre, uh, uh, quests. And uh, when they added it, I remember I, I ran through most of the quests that they added in two or three days and the sheer amount of quests that they've put in there is really impressive that's true and going off of a point that escalia made earlier people who want that instant gratification who just want levels who don't care about reading anything leave quests are perfect right Mm -hmm. so what ends up happening then with all of these other throwaway fetch quests you know maybe for future reference and and this is probably just a um plan that would work specifically for Final Fantasy 14 mm-hmm. you know because they are in this this position is because people who want the instant gratification level as quick as they can can use leave quests do less you know normal quests and give them more substance you know yeah. instead of having you know four quests in a town that's oh go get me those eggs go get me those skins go get me the meat you know go find this special dirt mm-hmm. maybe there is just one big quest that really delves into the history of that town. Okay. All right. So sort so maybe like um like the storyline missions between each of the three nations for FF11? Exactly. Yes. Like uh the the the, the sequence where some shit goes down at the Waking Sands and you have to go to Drybone and okay. there's all that stuff at the uh Okay. the Lama Adama place mm-hmm. or whatever that you know, that was all some pretty interesting stuff in there. Yeah. Right. You know? right so right. so take the time to do fewer um quests that have substance than just littering you know quests in there for leveling up purpose because yeah we have leave quests for that sure sure juxta what do you think i mean i know that you've played a lot of a lot of different mmos what do you think about uh quest structure i feel like instead of having 
quests as they are now, they should be considered like tasks or something. And then it so, has like less of a epic heroic connotation to it. So if you if you want to go find five eggs, then it's a task. It's not a quest. And then have mm-hmm. quests be the things with substance, like the mission quests or whatever. Mm-hmm. And actually have like have the lore or whatever, and have cutscenes and actually have them be significant in terms of so it's a it's a presentation issue yeah, for you uh, for me yeah i mean because i'll when you say when you say quest it's like oh i'm gonna go do a bunch of quests if it's a bunch of tasks then you're not expecting a lot from it but you still have that horrible grind that you mm-hmm. kind of have to need with mmos or whatever and, and maybe you can also have the quests where the hidden quest like an everquest where uh, you find a ring at the bottom of the ocean. And you have to find out who who it belongs to, or right, whatever. Right, right. And that's that's like a different quest, or whatever. You know, when I first started playing FF14, obviously you know you go through a whole bunch of the main storyline stuff, and it really sets you up for you know th- this awesome stuff that's going on. And then when I started to do a few quests, like I'm trying to read all the quest text until I realized, you know, these are all just like you said, tasks. Boring. Tasks. Yeah. It's not, boring. It's not There's no reason to read all this stuff. And if there was a way that you know, ahead of time, like you said, if they started separating them into quests that have substance in tasks, then I would know and I wouldn't, you know, be expecting so much out of the tasks. And maybe that's just something that comes from having been all of us been gamers in the 90s with growing up with RPGs. When we hear the word quest, we think grand adventure. Uh-huh, like right. that is a, you, you, you picture yourself on a mountaintop overlooking giant plains and like, oh, something awesome is happening over there. Let's go do it. You don't picture... All right, two steps outside the city gate, stab a rabbit. All right, back in the city. The fellowship right. went on a quest to destroy the ring. That's they did right. not go on a quest to collect some canaries for the king. All right, uh, <laughs> the, the hobbits, we need to make more mead, so uh, we need to go get wine. That's the quest. Like, and really, if wait. that's like if they're called tasks or whatever, then you could just have them be repeatable like normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you don't have to lose them after you do them once. Right. Because it doesn't really make sense for you to help the farmer collect more special dirt for for farming once and then have it go away which is probably where again leaves come Le- in leaves in, come in too and into play right i think like like who would not enjoy a run in um limsa laminsa where you start this like run of uh, quest lines and it delves into the founding of the city like, I, I absolutely that would be agree sweet. i absolutely agree yeah 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 and, you know, uh, uh, we bash on WoW a little bit for, you know, coming up with this whole phenomenon of the easy quests. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the things that, that, that they've been doing, you know, in recent years, uh, it, they have the daily quest thing, right? Right. Normally, to open up dailies, you do go through some type of really epic, you know, storyline, doing all kinds of really cool quests and, you know, making these revelations Which they've set up for 14 as exactly. well. Exactly. And then that opens up the little throwaway, you know, repeatable tasks or whatever. So. Right. But that that's a kick in the dick because then you have this awesome quest line that you want to go through, and then you have to wait ten days between each. That is, yeah, so, that, that does so suck. No, yeah. that's bad. <laughs> Fuck you, Robbie, Nate, uh, Kahlo. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my God. Wow. Not even drunk. Wow. Way to go. Way to go. Whatever. All right, Ascali, uh, I understand that you got to jump on out of here for uh, for today. Um, yep. But, but do, you, do you have any do you have any final thoughts here on, uh, on on quest design? Don't make them whiny. I will not make them whiny. No, it's like make I said passionate. at the very beginning. Of the I think Essie still has that opportunity to make quests. We have the first expansion coming, and really, again, if you look at eleven, like it didn't delve into any of the stuff about the city itself until the six through ten mission storylines, which came out at first expansion. So let's say hey, if you guys out there like quest and like story, mention it on the forum somewhere. Say, hey, that's what we'd like in first expansion. Delve into our city's histories or delve into more of the lore of the game with it. Much passion. Much passion. Six out of ten. Hate you so much. <laughs> Six out of ten. Okay. So I'm so, going to get out of here, guys. Thank you very one. much. Thank you, Ascalia. I know that, uh, that that you started your day a little bit early to get, uh, to get out here and uh, record. What about me? By the time I got here, I could have still been in bed. Lol. It's all about Callow. Gosh, Kale. you guys don't think about me at all. Because he's got to go. He's got to go straight to work. Oh, you gotta mm. go to work. You don't. Wanna, you, you've got the day off. Which is why I was gonna sleep till like one. <laughs> well, that sounds like your problem. Right, now right, I take it easy, guys. Have a good one. In a row. All right, thank you, Ascalia Ryumasa. Thank you very much. Kicking it from the back. Kicking it from the back. So, uh, what, I mean, do you guys have any ideas for, like, what you can do with an MMO to add a quest type? Because, I mean, I, I'm racking my brain 
trying to think of of something like you know a way that you can sort of mix up that that formula but i don't even know i mean like how would they do it in in like uh you know like an action oriented game they'd put like i don't know like a, a some kind of puzzle well the, the, i feel like the thing with with action oriented games is it's, think of like a zelda you know like you would be going through a dungeon and yeah you got things to fight but you've also got significant puzzles to solve too but here's the thing the puzzles are always repeated they're always the same what keeps you going in a game like that is the story true you know the 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 new temples the new themes the 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 new design but that all things. that's all centered around one narrative you can't have ever i mean an, an mmo has to have as many wide options as there right. are so for maybe the what world. They, again what maybe what they need to do instead of just having random fetch quests and kill quests and stuff is when you come into an area maybe every area should have its own narrative going on well every job has its own narrative sure yeah see that that's great and those are amazing so then you know you know going into did uh, you guys actually read the flavor text for those because i didn't i just oh my through. god the black mage storyline rivaled the main storyline like okay. like 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 with its rebels and stuff you, at the end have you done Pugilist? Pugilist was amazing i i'm like um, i think i'm on like the last one or two for Pugilist. and you haven't read them not I, oh I, actually gosh. actually you know what yes i have read those because if, if you're not i've been playing your, it on ps3 your okay, job no. quest you are definitely missing out you know what so, actually here's an interesting point i read quest text and flavor text way more when i'm playing on the ps3 than when i'm playing on pc i don't know why it's probably because you're used to playing like actual like like console games that that you know the the narrative is like the biggest draw to them right you know right yeah no, that's a good point no. But anyway, you uh, looked like you had a point. <laughs> I you, kept, a, you kept raising your hand and, and slapping it down on your leg like you had a point. I did have a point. Okay, all right. What's your point? I, oh, I forgot it. All right, Great. well, until you remember. But, but for example. Oh, wait, I remember. It's, um, you're the problem because. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. We have all, all these good narratives and stuff that's in the game and lore and stuff and interesting characters and you don't read it. So you're the problem. <laughs> it's there. It is there. Mm-hmm. They and just they just need to you're, utilize you're, it more. Well, for us, me and Robbie, we, for me and Kahlo, we actually read the some of the storylines for the actual storylines. Yeah, what what we and we enjoy it important. and we love the story. It's like for you. <laughs> do you remember? You the, just click through it. Do you guys remember the time where Nero was bitching because they don't talk about like the races and the history and stuff enough, and like give you a <laughs> sense of it? And we're like, yes, they do. And he's <laughs> like, oh yeah, give me an example. And we pause from it to think and just like without even skipping. He's like, yeah, that's what I thought. We're like, what <laughs> thinking? Yeah. And then we gave him examples, and he was just quiet. We're like, yeah, that's right, because you just skip through everything. So of course it's gonna seem like there's no lore or like you know putting the races' backgrounds and histories in there. You don't read anything dick <laughs> yeah but i think what they could do is if they start looking at each zone as having a potential story you know do away with all of the dumb fetch and kill quests and in some way make them relate to something like um uh, eastern thanalan is right next to a amalja encampment right so maybe make a story about the amalja you know like aggressively pushing the limits and just make every quest somehow center around that. Is that not that is that not that. kind of what they're trying to do with the Beast Tribe quest, though? Maybe, but I feel like that's just. I mean, once you do that, though, well, it, because it, okay, that, that's end stuff, though, right? Like that's well, something yeah. takes place. Like, but no, they, they're already doing that with like uh, I know, for example, Western Thalan, mm-hmm. where um, uh, little ma little Mehigo or whatever. Little, uh, uh, I'll let me go. Yeah, yeah. there, there is some stuff. There is some where, stuff. Yeah, so it revolves around there, and but, that was the good stuff. But wait, didn't that wasn't that uh, a little side thingy to the main storyline though? There. What do you mean? Like, like you got pushed into that because it was part of the main, like the main scenario, wasn't it? Well, yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're talking about instead of having. It seems. I mean, uh, it, when it when it comes to Little Alamigo, it seems like they're setting that up for something later. Like, right? Like Here's the re, like the the reclamation of of the actual Alamigo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And 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 if that's the case, then you know if they're setting up like stuff that's going to be in like the expansion or or future storylines. That, I think that's inherently different than having a, a, a region that is defined a, a little bit more like like with Kahlo is uh, 
uh, talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, then, how about uh, if you could just go south more and go to the Forgotten Springs or whatever, where the U tribe is? Yep. That's like its own little colony and they have their own customs and stuff with all the you people yeah, or whatever. Sure. I just think that so. they need to do a better job when it comes to throwaway quests of using those as a tool instead of just being like, all right, well, you know, sense of players here, you know, they want some quests to, you know, get them leveled up and stuff, you know, actually use those quests as a tool to build the world, you know, instead oh, of just, yeah. hey, go kill some camels, put some more story in there, you know, maybe there's a uh, I don't know. I'm not a game developer, but I just feel like those, after watching the whole extra credit thing, like, like yeah. I mean, I, I, it's kind of obvious stuff, but when they pointed it out, you, it sort of, you know, brings it to the forefront of your mind. But yeah, I think that they need to start using those more to develop the world. And you know what? Maybe a lot of people don't even care or don't even see it or don't bother and they still just spam through it, but it's not going to hurt. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I, you know, I, I, I don't know what it is about 14 that makes me inherently disinterested in any of the flavor text or or a lot of the quest text. And and I cuz I wasn't that way in 11. I feel like I read a lot more of of what 11 had to say overall um than than I do for for 14. And I just I I'm not sure if it's if it's an aesthetic thing or if it's just you know, like I'm old and I don't want to read anymore. <laughs> Grumpy old man. Yeah, I don't know what it, or if I just want to get get to the game faster or whatever it is. But but there is something inherent in fourteen that makes me kind of less interested in what what the quest text has. It's to definitely say. a personal problem. It could be. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'll I'll cop to that. Okay. Well. Ra- er, Why are you so bad at this today? No, <laughs> my God. Know. Uh, one of Kahlo's favorite games, Mass Effect, it has quests in that game, right? Yeah. How are those quests different than MMO quests? Like, are those more interesting or whatever? Absolutely. Everything, because everything has a consequence. Everything it, everything about that game is poised at telling a story. And, 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 and expanding and, on the universe and expanding on the characters. And one of the things that's inherent about MMOs is that none of the outcomes of the quest can have an impact on the world. Right. Well, because we're all inhabiting the same world. A differing effect, but they can still have impact. Well, but can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like, um, okay, so so there were two versions in Ultima Online. There were two versions of basically the Here's same the world. Thing, there was you don't have to tram- have an aesthetic there- consequence. All you need is uh, again, unless you're skipping quest text. You know, as long as they're explaining to you, you know, you've saved us. You've blah 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 blah. That's as far as the story goes, that's changed. Yeah, but that's what if what if you, what if you had uh, what if you had uh, a choice where you could doom the world instead of save it? Well, you know, no, what I, that, I mean, like sure, that is an inherent consequence. With that's it. but yeah. that's a, that's a choice that you can mm-hmm. put into a single player game that you cannot put no, into yeah, an okay, MMO. No, you can because in fourteen there is ways you can like, for example, you can either save this NPC, or you could kill them off. And 14, you can definitely have NPCs that are visible to you that aren't visible to other people. Yes, that's so true. So you could do that in 14. You could have, you could uh, theoretically have an entire town burned to the ground and not uh, be able to interact with that town ever again if if the designers wanted to do that. You know? Mm-hmm. But not if, I mean, not if that town included things like important quests that you would be locked out of if you couldn't, you know what I mean? Because then, then, well, then, then you would have, then you would have a bunch of players screaming inequity. The well, thing, then, though, is, like is gated or whatever. So you have to do it after all that point or something. But, know? but the thing is, we're not talking about or expecting MMOs, you know, side quests to rival the, the storytelling capacity of, you know, AAA titles. All we're saying is, can't you do better than, Hey, Nero, I will give you 200 gil if you go slay five rabbits for me. I absolutely agree. They can do better than that. They can do better than that. Yep, that's the bottom line. Do better. <laughs> instead, instead of fucking worrying about whether or not our NPCs look wet or stomp through puddles. Ah! That, 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 I know that's that, so that good. That doesn't improve that my gameplay experience. Such Bullshit. immersion. Bullshit. And you know what? When when you're all, oh yeah, I can finally ride around on my mount with my fucking companion out. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah, I'm so happy. You won't get to experience that because you stand in town on the corner of one of the buildings. Anyhow, I stand, not going anywhere. I stand on the roof of the building. 
Exactly. On the corner of the roof. You don't run around on your mouth with your companion out, so it affects you this much. Zero. That's what my hand is showing right now. Looks like a donut. Which is in the shape of a zero. Just saying. Okay. No, he's showing you his girlfriend. <laughs> oh! Boom! Oh, I actually saw, saw it as a, Boom! as a zero, as in null, as in there is none. Oh, oh okay. Oh, another one. But, 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 but though. But, oh, but, the, oh, yeah, that, I, yeah, I, the, I, get, I get the hand there part, you go. too. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah, get it out of your system, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, we, uh, we, we, make fun of, uh, we make fun of Kahlo once, and now he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Get it out of your system, guys. Not, Come on. Not yep. so much you, all right? It's just the fact that, that he threw me under the bus like that. And uh, I was just wondering who was the catalyst for his recent success. Oh, oh, oh. Yep. That's yep. harsh. I made a masturbation joke. I wasn't going after your love life. Uh-huh. <laughs> An elephant never forgets. This will come back full circle. Don't An elephant never forgets cocaine? What? Why no, they never forget it? because they never of, forget cocaine. Because of their nose. Oh, Okay. That's why they never forget. Cocaine. Because an elephant it, knows. They don't forget cocaine. They don't forget cocaine. I, mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't forget cocaine. <laughs> That's for sure. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Not even once. <laughs> Oh, wait, that's math. <laughs> oh, God. Math. Not uh, even once. <laughs> so, uh, so here's, uh, here's another thing that we dug off uh, Reddit. And the, <laughs> here's another just, thing that I'm going to steal from Reddit. Ste- we're just going to steal from Reddit. Uh, this was uh, posted by uh, Talongar on Reddit. Uh, so, shout out to Talongar. Uh, this is the Crystal Tower drinking game. <laughs> Considering that we all do profuse amounts of Crystal Tower. Uh, and alcohol. Yeah. They just go together. Yeah, it, it is true. Because you do, you need, you can't be sober for Crystal Tower. Because then you have to deal with Crystal Tower. Right? Um, not as a tank. <laughs> well... <laughs> So so let's let's uh, real quick let's outline the Crystal Tower drinking game. Um, so, Start drinking. So there's three there's three columns. <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> there's there's three columns. There's drink if. There's three drinks if, and then finish it if. So uh, just so you have an idea. So uh, the rules: drink if two plus people are locked out of a fight. That happens a lot. Uh, someone spam clicks the teleport before the first fight, <laughs> which Juxta, I swear you do that just in case anyone's playing. Yeah, it's just so fun. It just pops up all the time. I like it. So, so five <laughs> five plus cues before actually getting into CT. Now, my question is: Does it have to? You, do you take a drink for every five that accrues? I feel like that you happens. Should. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if it's five and then you drink once for every withdraw, dude, you're going to be drunk before you even well, get in. Well, technically, when it says five plus cues, I think it just means once you pass the five, it's a drink. But I think every I five. I think every should. five should, yeah. 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 All right. That's fair. That's fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, someone gets lost on the way to the boss fight. <laughs> that, that happens? I've never seen that happen before. First of all, as happens. long as you click on the teleporter, you're at the next boss fight. <laughs> well, no, see, but it's one way. <laughs> Unless you count going to the wrong Atomos lost. No, 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 no. What happens no. is we beat Atomos or we beat uh, Thanatos and we're heading towards King Behemoth. And for some reason, like, two or three people just, like, start and head towards Atomos again. And they just walk towards that way, and, like, a bunch of people follow them. And I've like, never actually seen like, that happen. And everyone's just like, wait, why are we going this way again? It's like, I don't know who's following you. Lol. Someone- I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. I can attest. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Much disorganized. <laughs> uh, drink if someone tries to DPS Thanatos while not ghosted. Yeah. My- All right. I would like to point out. That the buff for being ghosted says you can now attack ghosts, right? Or something something specific to that, right? Now you can attack ghosts. So the first time I came into that fight, right, nothing was explained. So I'm like, all right, you know, attacking Thanatos. And I look up, oh, now I can attack ghosts. Oh, look, there's a fucking ghost. <laughs> I'm going to attack the ghost. Not the giant suit of armor, but the ghost. That's, that's okay. You were probably one of the only people doing the right thing for that fight. So, Attacking um, the ghost while I was ghosted? You do less damage when you're ghosted. Yeah. So he was doing the wrong thing. Oh. Yeah, I was doing the wrong thing. That, that's the point. I actually didn't know you do less go- damage while ghosted. You so, take other, less damage. To the other mods. No, you do less damage. I oh, really? That. I thought you yeah. take less damage. No. Because I just stand in AoE when I'm ghosted. I'm like, I don't give wow. a fuck. I'm DPSing. 
No, you definitely take normal damage. Oh, <laughs> all right. Gimp. No, so that's the that's that's the no, way. No, actually, I'm not gimping my DPS, but you know, that's the way they like balance me. the fight. Is like Thanos Thanatos actually has like really like less damage or less HP than everything else, but because you do less damage to everything else while you're ghosted, you can't fight the other ads. So that's how they tunnel vision you into mm-hmm. Thanatos. Someone steps off a pad during Atmos. <laughs> Whenever you see uh, Limbrake going off on the other party, step off the platform. <laughs> you gotta win that race. Uh, and then uh, and, and the final drink if uh, someone dies because they didn't get behind the meteor. It's <laughs> a good one. Uh, three drinks if someone leaves behind. Uh, someone leaves because they didn't get a piece they want. <laughs> seen that happen a lot although that's a little bit more forgivable if it's late in the week and someone may be capped on myth if they're capped on myth why would you bother what's the point yeah no, no that, that makes sense. philosophy yeah uh not enough people to get on pad for ancient flare <laughs> that'll happen yeah it uh, happens apparently <laughs> i've only seen it happen once this is kind of unfair someone's spirit bonding how Come do you on. know how do you not yeah well that's that's a good question how do you not and second yeah you'd have to like check them mm-hmm. no i mean how do you not spirit bond like wear horrible accessories during crystal tower that's, that's what you're supposed to do that, that's that's how i make my money yeah as a tank as no a that tank, makes sense as a bard i i wear my good shit because you don't want people to know you're shitty no because i like doing damage i feel like i'm awesome that way uh three drinks if tank forgets to click the tower during behemoth and someone pulls because of auto run you skip that one oh whoops lol <laughs> lol good job good job um and then finish it if the raid wipes before behemoth i am i'm sorry i've i've seen so many raids wipe on the first trash pull yeah well those dragons are hard no the dragons are not well if you if you tank them in the right spot they're fine but it's so many so many tanks fuck up the positioning of that that's why they're hard no how you know what i never how is that possible you know what i never understood is you have ct gear how are you fucking this up i want to know is how at this point in time people still fight over the skeletons in ct (laughs) like i don't understand like with with its inception sometimes it's a troll sometimes it's a troll but with its inception i don't understand why it wasn't just inherently obvious that all right you know Tank A, right? Team A, you two are like main dragon tank. And then you actually have like a number of waves. So why wasn't it just like something that, that an unspoken rule that, you know, B gets this wave, C gets, and then you just alternate waves so that that way you're not fucking both trying to pull something and it dies on top of the goddamn no, dragon. Because coordination. Yeah, that sounds really hard. I like the way where you just get whatever the fuck you see. No, no, it's A is on the left, C is on the right, B is, B is fucked. <laughs> but everyone still just tries to grab everything anyway. If C just tries to grab... Vogue, 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 vogue. Pull it this way. I'm almost to a pad. Oh, no, I'm going to vogue it because I want it to be over here. <laughs> I, I well, realize you're on the third pad, but I, I want to bring it onto this side. <laughs> it should be so on this I'm going to run it over here. You, oh, you moved there's the already a skeleton there. Okay, you can have it back. Oh, it's died on top of the dragon. <laughs> you're a noob. Why don't you just take it to your pad to begin with, you fucking imbecile? Just so you know, like on certain like data centers... The accepted strategy is to tank the dragon in the very north. I, I've that, heard that. Is, that I've is heard that, weird. Which is that's dumb. fucking weird. That's weird. That's just I dumb. mean, sure, it makes sense as to, like, now the skeletons have longer or less or more time to get to the dragon. Yeah, I guess. But, but it's, it's, it's totally not needed it's, at all. It's, it's like all. holding your lips against your fuzzy mic weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's a metal mic like this one. <laughs> It just feels good, man. Try it. It's nice and cool. Uh, Finish it if the raid wipes before... Oh, you already did that one. Yes! Someone calls dibs on gear. <laughs> fuck you. That, that's what I think. When someone's like dibs, I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to roll on it now anyway. Despite <laughs> you. Except not because I need my one piece. There's this, uh, this GIF image out there of Morgan Freeman from some movie just with a perfectly straight face going, I don't give a shit. And I wish sometimes that there was like just a magical button I could press and that would just pop up in front of people. (laughs) So I don't give a shit. It is pretty rare that I become a dick about drops or like 
com- be competing on drops. Uh, but when I was going after my Garuda ring, I started to like like at a there was a point where I was just like, if anyone is competing for fending ring, I'm gonna I'm not gonna bother joining because I mean, I, it, <laughs> and I know that's Asshole. a huge it's a huge dick move. Asshole, it's a huge dick move. Or or like if somebody else was competing for fending, I would explain like, look, I'm this is the one piece I need for eye level ninety. I really don't want to compete against anyone. You know, I would try to convince them to maybe consider taking something else. And then if they still really wanted fending, I'd drop. <laughs> Asshole. I know. You're such a douche. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. But at least I tried to work with them. I wasn't just like constantly withdrawing and fucking people that, over. For that's him trying minutes. to work. No, that's not you working with people. That's you saying, hey, if Dude, I, I want this ring. If anyone else wants it, I'm leaving. I'm holding this ring hostage. That's being a douche. That's not working with people at all. Adderall. Medications. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why well, are you guys looking look at me? We're just going to let you hang out with that one. All right. I hang out. Sounds like the beginning of a Nicki Minaj rap. Just r- rhyming random things that have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> Good job. You're, you're now as talented as she is. Way to go. Nicki Minaj is hot. <laughs> someone, someone steps off the pads during limit break on Atomos. Ah. So, so wait, wait. My question is, because if someone steps off the pad, you take a drink. So if they step off a pad during a limit, during a limit break, does it upgrade to finish it? Or yes. do you Okay, I don't know if you take a drink and then you finish it. No, you, well, it upgrades to finish it. Or if you finish it, a, then you have to take another drink. No, because you step off the pad, take a drink, and if and now it's during limit break, you finish it. Come okay. on, use your head. Order of operations. Or finish it if the healer has to use a their limit break. break. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Bard. All right. All right. Now, hold on. Hold on. Has anyone actually had a tank not click the towers? Not because they were dead, I, I but just... I, I don't just, know if I've ever... Just, no, I don't think okay, I've ever seen no, that. Here's something that really gets at me. That should okay? definitely be a finish it. There are six tanks, right? Yeah. In Crystal Tower. Yeah. When you get to the behemoth, behemoth fight, there's four towers. One for each tank. There is an Iron Giant. There is a Behemoth. Yep. That's six rolls. As a tank, when you get to a Behemoth, you should be calling out a roll. There's six of you. There's six and six. You have to do something. Yes. You should be calling something out. Right. Nothing makes me homicidal more than when we get there and some tank's just standing. He's there because he's moving around and everyone's trying to figure out what they're doing. And some dude's just standing like, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> and you try and like say, what do you know? Nope, he's just standing there. I'm just not going to do anything. You fucking dick. I've never <laughs> seen that you. happen. No, like, seriously, I think that that is one of the things that pisses. Like, it's just, you, f- it's not hard. Ah, my gosh. <laughs> just take a tower. Okay, this is a good time for, for, for a new, it's not really a new segment, but it's a segment that I think we should make, okay? Because I, I just need a break for a minute. This segment coming up is called Just the Two of Us, and it's where just a Nero and Juxtaposition are in the room for a certain amount of time. And they just have to entertain you. So you guys have fun. I'll be right back. I don't like this segment. Plus, this way it gives me a reason to actually listen to the show because I don't know what's going to go on. And I'm curious <laughs> to know. So have fun. So would you say you're bi-curious? <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good Crystal Tower drinking game. Yes. <laughs> Excited for... I don't know. Ninja coming out? It's got to come out. That's <laughs> probably going to be like the only thing that draws me back into this game because I'm so bored of it. How can you be that bored of it? I guess I kind of want to do extremes. I'm you should of, do extremes. I'm kind of interested in You them. should do extremes. Seems like do, do, you work, want, do you want to do... Now, do you want to do extremes as Bard or as a tank? As Bard. As, yeah, I would imagine as Bard. Bard is a lot more fun. What's your item level as Bard? 88. That's pretty fucking good. Damn. Yeah. I have full uh full 90 uh except or uh, yeah, jewelry and then like everything except for like two maybe one I uh CT gear. Damn. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. 88? I think so. Wow. Maybe it's 78. Hmm. No. I don't think so cuz now, 70 is really low. Yeah. No, it's definitely... Because I have... It's in the 80s? I definitely have all of my jewelry at 90. Okay. And then I have, think I may have my hat as eye level 90 as well. Mm-hmm. 
maybe because I, I, I mean, I have to say, I it, at once I learned the Garuda Extreme fight. It actually is a really, uh, I mean, it's a challenging, but it's a fun fight as mm-hmm. a tank. Yeah. Um, I have not. I well, no, I take it back. The first clear I got was as a DPS on on Garuda. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, but why? Okay, so but here's why haven't you guys started doing coil? Effort, lazy, because I don't have a. But it doesn't take. It actually doesn't take that much effort. I have to like, especially c- for you, because you're a bard. I have to commit to a time frame. No, you don't. No, I, I, party I, I, well, if, if if we were if we were gonna static it, yes. Yeah. But I mean, just start pugging it, dude. That's what I've done. I I started pugging it, and pugs. let me. Uh, ever, all the pugs want faces. They're so ugly. No, the, no, they don't. No, they're cute. No, they don't. I like it how they go. <laughs> No, 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 no. Actually, not all pug groups want experience. There are plenty of learning groups. I'll that... just wait for Duty Finder. Yeah, yeah, Duty Finder. I mean, it's going to come out. Why? You're still going to want to party finder that shit anyway, because you do want people that legit. I Okay, I never want a Duty Finder Garuda EX, but I want shitloads of party finder Garuda EXs. I mean, I just don't think that. I don't think that Duty Finder is going to do a damn thing for for Coil. Changing the lockouts will. But, I I mean, just... I think you guys should get involved with it. Just do it through Party Finder. It's a lot of fun. And it's, it's not, like... Going from doing Garuda EX to... And kind of transitioning into Coil... Dude, Coil is fucking easy at this point. Well, I've never done Garuda EX either, so... I haven't... I've never done any EX... Have you done have you, you know. done Ultima hard mode? Nope. What? Nope. Looks, you should. That's looks, a that's it looks, a it looks really confusing. It's not. It's super fun. How do you know who goes goes and gets the balls? What do you that if explodes the balls? Uh you do it as a you do it as a group. So cuz it, hmm. it sounds uh, confusing. The damage the da- split split between everyone? Yes. So you run around as a group. Sounds really hard. The only hard thing about it much coordination. The only there no, there really isn't. As long as your tanks as long as your tanks limit break at the right time, you're fine. Hmm, I don't know. Don't tank it, you'll be fine. <laughs> Can I AFK as a tank? No. Well then I don't want to tank it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do hate swap. Ugh. Oh hate, hate swap swaps. mechanics. It's not hard. That's so dumb. I'm so over those after a while. <laughs> Oh my god! Every single fight had some stupid mechanic where you t- goes up to five, and at five you die or something. So better swap it four. You better swap it four. Better make it at three just to be safe in case it resists, which never happens. Or anymore. the healers <laughs> suck. Or yeah, or healers suck. <sighs> Hate swap mechanics. How else? How else do you justify having two tanks in a one mob fight? Well, it could like pick up a tank and like eat you for a while or something. Yeah, that's more interesting than. Stacks. You have to swap, or the guy dies. GG. Noob. <laughs> Pwned. <laughs> Any more? Okay. <laughs> All right, so what's next? Uh, let's, let's check our timing here. Oh, we're almost done. We're almost done with part two. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe we very- could uh, infuse a few more clever anecdotes. Anybody have any uh, funny stories? You, you don't. Uh, you don't have any acknowledgments to make. <laughs> acknowledgments. <laughs> I don't. I don't, don't. I don't think so. You don't want to share your acknowledge. You don't have any experiences. <laughs> what the fuck are you two talking about? <laughs> oh my god! You don't remember that from the last episode? That's amazing. <laughs> what? <laughs> I guess, awesome. like, I guess I can't expect you to remember everything. <laughs> this is this is an excellent segment. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best the best part of it is the confusion. <laughs> Just that you know. I, I wasn't know that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you were. Well. It's Everyone in this room really likes this seg- <laughs> really likes what we're doing, but apparently Kyle is the exception. <laughs> oh my god. Is this is this the scallions? 
Did he? He left another. F- oh my god! He always leaves shit here. He's always leaving his clothes after you guys do the big black dip. <laughs> Did you guys do drugs when I left? <laughs> that would have been exciting. Because <laughs> that's what I picture. I walk out the door and Nero's like, all right, break out the Coke. <laughs> uh, Speaking of Coke. Uh, no, you, we, it just would be clearly drugs to position in that. Yes. I am very normal position. You know, I haven't seen drugs position in a while. You need to stop it's, eating before you take your medicine. Yeah. Well, we need to actually get on Mumble. If, we, if we, you guys would fucking play every once in a while. We are playing. We're playing Final Fantasy Bravely. Default. Bravely Default Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy Default. You should try it. It's really fun. And, and I also, really want to play it. And also making our cosplays for Asen. Oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me correct that. I'm making his <laughs> cosplay for Asen. Yeah. I helped with the other one by buying it. It's horrible. We'll go out shopping for like supplies and stuff, and he'll act like a fucking infant. <laughs> it's so- <laughs> he acts like a goddamn toddler. Like he'll see like balls, and he'll have to pick them up and bounce them. And I'm like, no, put that back. And he'll just grab random shit and like, like here, let's. But no, we're not buying that. Put it back. It's like long pieces of wood. They're just the like, stupidest shit. <laughs> slap him the. And head. then we'll get back to his place, right? And I'll like make a joke or or, or do something silly, and he'll just look at me like you're a fucking retard. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me right now? You do it in public and it's okay? I'm going to slit his throat one of these nights. I can I, I can exactly see why you would do that. God, I love this what's wrong Kyle nothing what's wrong letting you guys get out of your system oh my god uh, uh, so no one to acknowledge <laughs> nope nope uh, nope never heard of him uh, alright I think that's gonna do it for part two here on Limit Break Radio uh, this is exactly <laughs> what you want. Uh, check us out on the web, www.limitbreakradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at Limit Break Radio. You can also like us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Limit Break Radio. Um, check out our website. Uh, we're still kind of in the process of uh, rebuilding it and, uh, and, and getting everything, uh, I don't know, together like we just sort of relaunched the website without without giving much thought to like oh just kind of put everything in paint and like scribbled over some stuff yeah <laughs> i did that in black and white I there did. we go it's where's it's edgy now <laughs> edgy uh yeah really that the 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 reason the reason for the the way the site and the banners and everything looks is not not for any aesthetic reason it's just pure laziness <laughs> black and white is easier it is um, but I do, you know what? There are some people I want to acknowledge. <laughs> uh, I, I want to thank, uh, those that helped me, uh, create one of the, uh, episode banners for, uh, episode three, part two, the drunk letter 12 episode. Uh, I want to send a huge shout out and thank you to Anunnaki, Turkish son, uh, midnight rain, Remora, Kai kites, uh, Lee Kami, Tuesday Mortis, and Kevin Yee from the Sergeant, Sergeant Tannis server. Uh, they all uh, 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 piled into the Wineport uh, uh, pub and uh, were kind enough to, uh, to to do some screenshots for me. And, uh, and so, yeah, that, I thought that banner ended up coming out really well. But thank you guys for, uh, for, for helping out. And, and funny story, I actually put that into Party Finder. Like I made, my, I made my party finder. I said, "Come, come, be a model for Limit Break Radio," and it worked. It totally fucking worked. 
Um, and and we that's how we got four of those people into the link shell, and uh, now they're all hanging out with us on on Laser Beam Raptors. So wow, that's ex- exceptional. It is. Um, so shout out to you guys. Thank you for uh, for for hanging out and uh, and for helping out with that banner. Uh, also, if you want to become part of the Laser Beam Raptors crew, all you got to do is either find one of us on Sargentanus one day when we're online, or you can send us a message through. I don't know, any number of things. You can email us, host at LimitBreakRadio.com. You can message us through Skype or uh, on Facebook, you know, leave a note, tweet us, something. But let us know that you want to get into the, uh, into the laser, bre- laser Beam Raptors shell, and uh, we'll make sure to make that happen for you. So, uh, anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, catch us for part three. We're going to be reading your emails as well as FMFFLs and uh, probably making way more inappropriate jokes. So join us next week, next Monday, for part three of episode number four here on Limit Break Radio. I'm Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV is a trademark of Square Enix. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV covers at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. Exactly.